Greetings, and welcome to the 80 Level Roundtable Podcast. In each episode, host Kirill Tokarev invites video game industry leaders to talk about the world of game development. No topic is off limits as long as it relates to video game development. New episodes are in the works, so remember to follow us or subscribe and share with someone you know will also enjoy the podcast. And today we have with us Bill Fishkin, who is uh, going to talk to us like a, about a very interesting tech that it's kind of connected with VR, but it's kind of also connected with biometrics, and uh, I guess a little bit with like, AI and predictability and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But before we kind of go into the nitty gritty, could you maybe do a little intro to us? So what, what, where are you doing before? What are you doing right now about your company? Sure. Um, it's good to see you again. I'm Bill Fishkin, and I co-founded a company called Thea Interactive back in 2014, the Stone Age of, I guess not really, but you know, it feels like it now because we're seven years in. But we specialize in high visual fidelity um, visualizations at this point. I, I wouldn't say we just do VR because we definitely don't just do VR. Um, we sort of run the gamut in terms of it's if, if it needs to look good and if it's on a screen, we could probably help and or do it. Um, we are focused on both the studio side of our business, which does a lot of projects worldwide. Um, we've worked primarily in AEC and aerospace um, doing high visual fidelity experiences for things that are yet to be built, uh, training, um, a decent amount of aerospace training as well. Uh, it's kind of important to know how to fix that airplane or, or where that bolt goes or how to take that apart or what that piece does if you remove it. Um, there's a lot of people that work on these things, so they, they need a fair amount of training and we've been able to show clients um, a pretty hefty amount of savings when you break it down in terms of what you can do with a high visual uh, fidelity experience. Um, and, and especially, and this is mainly in VR because then you have literally 100% of their attention. They're not being distracted Bill, by. While we're at it, can you explain the, the concepts of uh, like high visual fidelity and how does it, what, what is it? Was it, what is it? Sure. Where is yeah. It? So we try to go, um, the majority of the projects that we spec um, and or scope and or land, they need to be um, as visually accurate as possible. So we try to mimic reality as much as we can. Um, so if you go through, you know, one of our, our higher end projects, you know, we're, you know, now we're using RTX and we're, we're using, you know, real-time ray tracing and, and really trying to get it to where you're going to, I mean, do because you know this stuff, but, you know, the the, the average Joe or Jane is going to look at look at ideally a still shot and, and, and have to double take to realize that it's not an actual photo. So when, when I'm talking high visual fidelity, I'm talking, you know, something that is really one hell of a render that looks really convincing and really compelling. Um, my question is basically, you're doing these uh, trainings mostly for VR or are mm-hmm. they for, because if you're doing them for VR, what are, I mean, don't reveal your secrets, but how do you manage to make this quality of image run 
in VR because when, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, VR yeah. games, it's just, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of optimization and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a team of Unreal Engine experts that are really amazingly talented. Um, we've, we've managed to carve out this niche over the last, like I said, seven years with a, with a great group of people that are both incredibly talented and incredibly dedicated to quality and, um, you know, the, the end product looking beautiful and, and making the client happy through the studio. We, we, we definitely, you know, we've had our eye on software for years. Um, you know, we've taken a couple attempts um at, at products uh none of none of them i think are as exciting as claria um mm -hmm. just because with claria specifically which is our uh, product built off of hp's omnicept uh sdk which is basically a bioanalytics platform um i try to look at things like in, in terms of of you know blue ocean right like how much how clear is the path and how um and or how um, cluttered is the path, right? And if it's blue ocean, then it looks good. It's flat. It's nice. You can wait out there and and, and wait for the waves to come in. And, and I think that like with Claria specifically, you know, being that we were early, being that we're an HP partner, um, being that we have, you know, a nice a chunk of support from them as well, um, we're able to, you know, we, like I said, we, we, we got in really early and we're lucky. And we've got, again, with that particular, uh, initiative within Thea, we have a really amazing group of talented, smart people that have really, I, I always try to hire, you know, people that are amazingly, in, uh, you know, gifted and ideally smarter than like Matt, my co-founder. And we always try to hire people that are smarter than us. And we've been fortunate to find, you know, really brilliant people to help step in to take these ideas and, and really build something interesting. And, and the whole, the whole foundation of, um, direction-wise that we're going is to try to help companies make better informed design decisions. We've been doing that through the studio for years because, you know, if you're building a billion-dollar casino or a half-a-billion-dollar hotel, um, there's only so many people, there's a very small percentage of people involved that can look at the Revit models and, and have that um, visual ability inside their brains to know exactly what that's going to look like, right? Then there's everybody else who can kind of nod and and try to understand, but they just don't. They need that visual rec representation. And that's where, you know, renders do a job and they're a pretty picture, but if you can get into uh, the lobby of a hotel or, you know, a surgical center that you need to stage, you know, for doctors or, or an airplane that you're customizing, you know, for a client, um, it's going to be a lot more impactful if you actually could see everything to millimeter accuracy with, you know, something as close to reality as you can get. And so we, we know that like over time, we've been able to save companies money and time and effort and energy. Um, and Clarity takes it a step further because traditionally, you know, if, if, if you and I are working on a product and we show 10 people, right, this marketing has been the same you know, the market research has been the same since the 50s. You know, did you, did you watch Mad Men? Absolutely. Remember the show? Sure. Okay, right, same, one of mine. And so so you remember, like in Mad Men, if you and I were ad execs in the 60s, what's going to happen? We're going to sit there with our arms crossed, you know, on the other end of a one-way mirror. There's going to be six people in a room with someone leading them. And every time there is one person that has, you know, whatever is in their brains to make them want to be the ones that talk more than the other five, Right. 
and and so so in a sense like we collectively as as a culture or as, and as decision makers within business we've been listening to the loudest voice in the room right mm -hmm. for the last i don't know how many years really right um so in in this case with this product we're going to enable people to actually really have an accurate representation of how people really feel about x y or z yeah so we kind of jumped a little bit uh we did i do that i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah 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 but just to kind of give um an overview so claria is a uh, an, an analytics system and yeah. based on predictions and the data that you get from people are using vr correct in various experiences mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so just my take on it i think it's a very interesting thing right so because if you think about how companies are changing and i'm currently i'm reading this book about um i'm reading a book about marvel and how they started launched their movie business and um there's this idea that they understood the market very well. Mm -hmm. You know, they understood their characters very well. They had a lot of data. They knew what character is gonna fly, what character is mm -hmm. not gonna fly, mm -hmm. and so on. And it kind of aligns very nicely with everything that Silicon Valley is doing right now. And a lot of the mm -hmm. big e-commerce companies mm -hmm. are doing, right? So mm -hmm. if you think of like JD.com, like in China, they they know more about their customers then probably their mothers know about the, the, those, those guys true yeah there is like a lot of layers there and i think that having that vr layer and going more on like even like a physical level mm. who's a person understanding where the person is going what does he feel mm. reactions emotions and all that stuff i think it's very valuable for any kind of business that's doing that is working with vr or maybe he's not even working with vr but they just want to get the idea so yep maybe you can do like a little overview and kind of explain how you got into this, like how this idea came. Is this from the clients that you've been working on that you kind of was, you were assessing, you were getting the data and you decided to build something, all right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe there were some other kind of points that pushed you in this direction. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think, it, you know, this was a real culmination of a, of a number of ideas that the team kind of kicked around. I mean, like from my perspective, you know, my background is is mainly um, marketing and design. You know, I've run I've run an agency. You know, we've worked with clients ranging from, you know, eighty percent of the casinos in Vegas to Microsoft to you know big brands and and tons of real estate. So, from my perspective, like drawing from that background personally, you know, I've seen a lot of market research, and and I I've always I always question you know, the sources and, and, you know, how did they come to these conclusions? And, and again, also too, like from, from my own perspective, um, you know, being a, a, an, an avid, you know, sci-fi fan and reader and watcher of all things, you know, this kind of reminded me of a little bit of like something that Philip K. Dick would come up with in one of his books, yeah. you know, where it's yeah. like, it's so, so that to me, like, because that's where it's all going, you know, anyway, right? Like, I think that anyone that is like in the space, right, that 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 understands and, and, and especially people that have, especially people that are in the space that have read, you know, anything from like Asimov to to Snow Crash, you know, by Stevenson to Ready Player One, you know what I mean? Anybody that's read those books, 
right, and sees where the technology is, it's all lining up, right? Because it's all go. There will be a metaverse. Like we all know this, right? And and knowing that that's where it's going, you know, the idea of creating things, whether it's software or or assets, right? Um, it, it's just it it is it's always been really interesting to me personally since you know we started the business you know back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and you know we've been we've been fortunate enough to like you know become Unreal Engine Enterprise partners. We were probably the first in the U.S. Um, to to do that back in 2016 when they launched that program in March, and and they've been amazing because they've they've put us on stage with everyone from you know, BMW to McLaren to NASA. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, I, I can't wait till shows come back so we can do that stuff again because we, we all miss that. Um, Bill, can you talk a little bit about the, how this thing works? So you mentioned you're partnering with HP. Um, mm-hmm. What are you, what, what, what is the hardware that is necessary? Yeah, it's, it? sure, um, sure. It's, it's the, what is the information that the, the system's getting, right? Yeah, so it's so it works. Um, it it it's, it's intended to work with the Omnicept two, uh, the the uh, the Reverb Omnicept edition rather. So it's it's the newest Reverb that is more for commercial use. You know, anybody that is just looking to stage things or or or, or you know any cons- consumers don't need this. As, you know what I mean? Because what it does is it is it is it has eye tracking, it tracks cognitive load, heart rate. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of different tech onboarded with it that'll be that doing more like things later K. on. Like, yeah, it's a total Phil K. Dick play, right? Where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, well, I know that you like the blue one because we've analyzed the data of what happened to you internally when you looked at the blue one over the red one. You know, so it's it's you know it's interesting. It's a little bit it's a little bit Phil K. Dick. It's a little bit Matrix. Um, it's all the mm-hmm. things that I love in terms of nerddom. So to be able to create a product to, you know, to, to work with this kind of stuff, it's just, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. So when we think about the, the system allows to get all that data, uh, including like heart rate, mm-hmm. uh, cognitive load, where your eyes are going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do with the data? How do you analyze? Because, I mean, I think you, you you and me, we understand, we read a lot of market research. I personally read a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also help compile it. And uh, it's it, it's often, I wouldn't say inaccurate, but it's very vague. Like uh, yeah, you, it's, you it's, talk with five people and then you suddenly make a decision about like a billion mm-hmm. dollar market. Even if yeah. it's all sea level, it's very hard to, you know, mm-hmm. justify whatever you've written there, right? Yep. So, I'm wondering how can that information be used? What are the maybe the cases or the use cases that you had in, in like in real estate and any other? Uh, well, this this thing literally just we we just put it out, and it's it's basically in what we I mean it's 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 available, but the headsets aren't available really yet in mass. So you know we're talking oh. with a number of companies ranging from automotive to real estate to aerospace to consumer products. Um, but it, it's a little tough to get a headset. So we don't have a lot of case studies already baked because we're literally uh, just getting into that with, with, with clients right now. We've got a ton of interest, um, across the board, which is great. So it shows us that we, um, are in an area that we, um, predicted would be an interesting area for us to be in. 
Um, but yeah, the headsets. There, I mean, there's there's a lot of delays with supply chain now. Still, as you know, um, so headsets have been hard to get. I, I do believe that it's opening up a little bit more, so headsets will be more available. But they're they're few and far between for the moment. So I'm I'm guessing the the it's great for testing, right? And mm -hmm. if you're doing, I'm like the the, the Illustrations you have on the websites mostly like with cars, and I guess you get into the car and you get the headset, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. you get an environment and you see this 3D, and you kind of then you understand when he clicks the button, something's going on in his brain, mm -hmm. and he likes mm -hmm. how the switch works, yeah, and something like that. Do you do you feel like it's it, it can be applied to like other industries there as well? Because can you like do like a hypothetical? Yeah, I mean, we, how this we're... could be used. And sure. Like real estate. I think that would be uh, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, for real estate, for example, you know, staging um, down to appliance choices, down to countertops, you know, to really, to really gauge. You know, if you, if you have enough of a sample size, you could really learn a lot of interesting things, right? And then I think what that could help with is, um, you know, trend predictability, right? Where you see. You know, trends are always an odd thing because you never really know where they started, right? But if you can sort of start to isolate um, things before they become trends, then you have a chance to <clears throat> actually be the trendsetter, right? And I think that this is one of those things that can help with that because, again, if you if you have a hundred people going through the system or a thousand people going through the system over time to look at you know different colors or different patterns or different textures or different types of material. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a good feel cross-section wise. Um, and, and then it gets interesting, right? Because then it's like, all right, well, if if this couple is in their 30s and they have two kids, they're, you know, according to the data, they're more likely to go with A than B, you know, based yeah. on, you know, X number of, of um, people run through the system. I, I, I think probably like some of, the, some of the people are going to use it extensively. I mean, apart from people who are building very large, expensive products like cars, yeah. for example, are also like physical stores, yeah. right? So if you mm -hmm. if you think about designing your physical store and that there is like a whole lot of psychology there, like where do you put oh, it? Oh, ton. Yeah. Where is the level Just, where your eyes kind of stop on the shelf and all right, that other right, info? Right, right. And like, think about it, like, you know, like Target, Walmart, yeah. Costco, everybody has the end caps, right? And it's all about there's there's a ton of money and time that gets put into end cap design or window displays, you know, things like that. So again, if you had more of an ability to understand in a sense like what people aren't necessarily telling you, and in a yeah. sense, partially, in a sense, what people might not even realize that is their actual choice. And, and the greatest thing that you can actually do all of this in VR, so you don't yeah. actually have to build the physical space. Right. You can iterate is... faster mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and do all those things. Because I know, like, in, I think Procter & Gamble, they have this, I like a hangar where, where they have a, a whole store. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they kind of, when you enter, like, the mm -hmm. company and you, you mm -hmm. work in marketing, they kind of walk you through yep. the yep. like this this imaginable store. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. gonna show you where what goods are and how does your you know client think and all that stuff, which is uh, I mean it it, it 
might look a little bit weird when you're kind of in it. But yeah, but, it's, but when you think about it, it's, it's not, right? Because it's just yeah. that's how it's been, you know, for the last 50 to 70 years. You know, nothing has changed. It's the same reason why, you know, we're, we're still, you know, talking to tons of people, uh, like all the time, new people on the studio side of the business where, you know, we get into some big firm that's building this gigantic building and they're realizing that, like, outside of renders, you know, there hasn't been a lot of innovation in terms of, yeah. of, of, of visualization. And when you think about it, you know, again, like if one of the, one of the interesting things that we discovered when we were working on a large casino project was, and this was a couple of years ago when we were first really kind of getting our sea legs, right. Was that uh, in every, you know, really mid to large size project in the AEC world, there's a five to eight percent um, range in their budget that is specifically for change orders, right? And that's 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 all based in in a um, in a lack of understanding of what is being explained to you either verbally or with a flat image, you know. And that's that's all about like I didn't realize that the ceiling would look like this at four o'clock in the afternoon, or I actually hate the way this tile looks now that I'm standing over it. Yeah, take it out. You know, so if you're talking about a, you know, in a hundred million dollar building, that's five to eight million dollars in a billion dollar project. That's 50 to 80 million dollars that is spent because decision makers weren't, um, you know, either they didn't they lack the ability to, to, to understand visually or they were not uh, given the right data and and or and or visualizations, quite frankly. And, and we yeah. lean towards that. Yeah. So talking about data. um so we kind of understand that you have the hardware, you got the software to gather mm -hmm. information, but what is happening with this information once you get it? And with with these things, you need to have more information. You, you need to have more data. You, you you can't just do it like with a thousand customers. You need to have like 10,000, yeah. million. And the more basically the better because the more you know granular you can go and you can get defined mm -hmm. different groups and mm -hmm. stuff. So my question is, uh, are there any plans with you to build it into like a bigger service where you kind of aggregate the data from different? Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, some of some of the companies are obviously going to have privacy issues, and we're going to have to figure those parts out. Um, but ones that are open to it, yeah, it'd be great to be able to, you know, train an AI and or use machine learning to try to like further interpret things, you know, especially based on, on data from other projects. Um, there's definitely a lot of, I think, interesting results that could be pulled um, for a variety of verticals. So probably last question, kind of like, um, how do you get started with it? So what is the licensing look like? Uh, is there like a trial version you can play around with? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now we're doing a jumpstart program and um, it starts at 10,000. You get three licenses and we're going to build a real basic project for you to pull some data out of. Obviously that scales depending on the need, but um, that's that's the start. And our, our, our friends at HP will, will you know, get them some headsets and, you know, we're off to the we're off to the interpret the data races, I suppose. So you are you're also helping them with building the like a test field, right? Yes, yes. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, because okay. a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the first people we're talking with, quite frankly, are, are customers that we've had for years. Mm. You know, and then we've 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 reached out, you know, um, strategically to a number of other people that you know a lot of our team members had good connections with, and uh, you know now we're talking with automotive. Because if you think about it, like with with automotive or with with any kind of thing, with automotive, but also with any product that that has a, a high ticket like bespoke aspect to it, yeah. right? Um, you really want to make sure that you're hitting the mark if you're selling them a giant boat or an airplane or something like that. Um, so, so the more they can understand their customer, the happier the customer will be and the easier the transaction will be overall. I got you. Okay. Well, Bill, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for no problem. And explaining the software a little bit more. So, if anyone's interested, we'll leave the links in the descriptions so you can check it out, click the links and see like the demos and stuff. And uh, to you, I mean, all the best luck and uh, hope your clients are going to be super happy with this new thing. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks, Thanks for having me. You. I appreciate it. Yeah, take yeah, care. Thank you. See okay. ya. Bye. Thanks for enjoying another episode of the 80 Level Roundtable podcast. Check out upcoming episodes on the 80 Level website at 80.lv. Join our career site at 80.lv slash RFP. And share our podcast with friends and on your social networks.